Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. At Bright Vibe, we believe everyone deserves to be happy. But in today's world, everywhere you turn, there is division and negativity. At Bright Vibe, we have created a global movement to bring 8 million people together who are inspired to live bright, live bold, and share bright vibes. Alone, it can be hard to change, but together we can change the world. Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. So Tara, welcome back to the Bright Vibe Podcast. So happy to have you on. Oh, I'm so grateful to be here with you, Matt. It's great to see you. Yeah, great to see you. So for those who are listening on podcasts, I'd love for you to show us, if you're on the podcast, you're not going to be able to say it. I'll describe it. I'll be your eyes for you. But if you're oh, watching on okay. YouTube, do you care? Do you mind showing us? That was such no, an awesome show view. show my so, Yeah, so my you live in Canada. Oh, view. yeah, that's amazing. That's really, really cool. So you live in Canada. You live on a lake between a mount, in a mountain range, it looks like. Yeah, we, uh, we have a beautiful lake here. I was telling Matt before we jumped mm -hmm. onto this podcast that I'm blessed that we actually the the water we drink comes right from the lake and it just goes through a charcoal filter and and so we're really mm. fortunate to have such just beautiful clean water yeah definitely so important yeah. so you're you're a master coach you're a diamond help me out here you're diamond a, mind consulting diamond mind consulting but you're a master coach for professionals individuals businesses, businesses. yeah i'm a mindset mentor so mindset yeah. mentor that's right okay and so there's lots going on in the world today, right? Everywhere we turn, there's lots going on. I, I've even stopped trying even to try to keep up with it. It's, in fact, at some point, it was just like, I'm going to focus on my little corner of the world. And what can I do to make my little corner keep it as healthy as possible, right? And all when I say healthy, as much as we can in, in the ways we I can. What are you, you, you deal with a lot of, or you, you visit with a lot of people. What are you seeing out there in the world right now? Well, first of all, I just want to highlight what you said, which is so uh -huh. good, Matt. Like, uh -oh. it's good. No, you said there's a lot going on, but I'm really right. focusing on my world and what right. I can do. Right. And I think that is so important for our viewers mm -hmm. because real change, it's an inside job. It's about going inside and getting your yourself right. I think that right now, you know, we've seen this in the last few years that there is a lot of tumultuous energy on this planet. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people that are going in the wrong direction, feeling stuck. Mm -hmm. We just call this stuck in bondage. You know, there's a lot of, you know, mental health. There's a lot of addiction. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of problems. I think like, this is so important to highlight as a leader, leaders are not focused on the problems. They are mm -hmm. focused on the solution. Mm -hmm. Why would you focus any of your energy on the problem when when you understand the way universal laws work what we focus on grows so if we just focus on the problem our problems get bigger so right. we want to focus on the solution and what you said was so key the solution mm -hmm. it's you and mm -hmm. the problem is you so if the solution's you we just focus <laughs> on ourselves and we get ourselves mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. uh, i think that that is so key and i love what you said because real change is it comes from inside of us mm -hmm. It's not about going out there and, you know, changing the world, although through the self, we can change the world, but it's about getting ourselves right and being the best leader that we can be. This is where I think like, you know, I don't watch the news. I just don't mm -hmm. spend time on any of the yep. Either do I. problems. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's not a good thing to do because that, what does it do? Mm -hmm. It just puts the mind, the mind will start to focus on the problems again and all the chaos, drama, and clutter. By the way, yeah. you want to run away from that. And I'd like to at least take that and just dive into that a little bit, like this news thing. Um, so I remember when I first started just kind of not, for, for me, typically, if I stop doing something, it's because it just I'm analytical enough and I'm, and I'm outcome enough oriented that at some point it's just like, this is just non-efficient, right? It just doesn't work. And so I remember when I stopped or started thinking about stop watching the news that, that was okay. But then the, you know, the stuff, the news feed on Facebook, the news feed on my phone, right? So there's other news that's filtering in, they're trying to filter into my life. And I remember watching that for a little bit, but eventually it was like, once I actually stopped any and when i say news i am literally you ask me about a current event i'll be honest with you i'm not going to know i'm just not even though i'm a you know do this podcast show and and supposed to be maybe maybe not supposed to be but you know there's there's relevant things out there but i would not know them because i found that it just if i'm looking at something 
um, that's happening across the world um, or even in another state, what, how many times out of a hundred am I doing anything about it or doing anything with it? And it just became like zero, zero times out of a hundred. If I see something, the Ukraine, I have heard stuff about the Ukraine. I did go out and read some stuff about the Ukraine. You know, that's, that's a, a mess in and of itself. But, you know, if I feel like I should do something, then do that in the moment. But if I'm not going to do anything, then it's just, it's like mind porn or something. I mean, it's like news porn or something. It's like, it's like worthless to me, right? If I'm not going to do anything about it. And so I, I, I have heard people say, well, what, what happens if, what happens if, and I will guarantee you, if you need to know it, somebody will tell it to you, right? That it's not, you, you'll see, I do still look at Facebook because I love seeing pictures of people that I know and what they're up to. And it kind of keeps me, feels, makes me feel like I'm still connected. Um, but if it's important enough, somebody's going to tell me about it. If, if there's a tornado headed towards my house, guess what? Sirens will go off, right? And this is my own, obviously, personal perspective. This is not a professional perspective, but it just is like, unless you're going to do something with it, it's an avoidance of whatever issues you actually should be engaged. I should be engaged with. I shouldn't say you should. I should. I, I found that I was avoiding either doing something I should be doing or stopping doing something I should, shouldn't be doing. But the, the news was just a distraction like all other distractions. It, it wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I was using it to feel, I'd read something and I'd feel, maybe I'd get a little hit of dopamine and I'd feel a little bit better or I'd feel worse, but I could still use that as kind of an energy source. But eventually it was just like, what am I avoiding here? I mean, and that happened over a course of like a year or two. It wasn't like when I stopped watching the news, I was like, what am I avoiding? But over, as I've looked back, I was like, it's entertainment, but is that the kind of entertainment that I want to engage in? So anyway, that's, I'll stop there. Yeah, no, I like that. It's so true. Uh, I mean, most of the news that people are watching is is a distraction and oftentimes too it's just feeding unfortunately a program that's not working right i mean when we understand the laws of our being and we understand our mind especially the subconscious mind and that's mm -hmm. what i help my clients and, and businesses is that our results are just a reflection of what's going on in the subconscious and that means that it's just an automatic program and so all the negative, the doom and the gloom, the drama, the chaos, the clutter, you know, when we spend a lot of time in that space, it becomes part of our subconscious program. And many people are addicted to this because probably in their little life, there was a lot of drama. There was a lot right. of chaos. Right. And again, whatever we focus on grows. So do we want to spend our time there? And uh, I think that for many people, this is a really bad habit. And mm -hmm. like you said, my mentor, Bob Proctor, he'd always say oh, that. Yeah. He'd, say, mm -hmm. he'd say, if it's important, you're going to hear about it. Right. Like, don't worry about it. You're not going to miss out on something. Right? right. Right. And just like you, I'm aware of what's going on in the world. And, you know, I do my own little part, right? We have a lot of people mm -hmm. that are baking for the Ukraine and mm -hmm. offering mm -hmm. events. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and I've been a participator in mm -hmm. those events. Uh, but right. I'm giving all my focus to just being of service and to really mm -hmm. focus on um, just what is working and gratitude and just being a conduit, you know, being mm -hmm. a conduit for good. Mm -hmm. Because when you look at media, and it's really great to, to share around this, because when we understand that, you know, media, most of it, almost all of it is really fear focused. Right. And what is the fastest way to control the masses? Mm -hmm. Scare them. Fear. Fear. Right. Scare them, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Isolate them, lock right. them up, feed them negative news all day. And then you have absolute control over their nervous systems and mm -hmm. their minds. And they do not know how to think. Right. Now, my mentor was way ahead of his time. I mean, he mm -hmm. passed on this past February. But mm -hmm. he would say that is that we've got to just think. Most people don't think. Right. Uh, there's a saying that 2% of people on this planet are thinking 3% think they're thinking and 97% <laughs> of the planet would rather die than think. Now right. you get to take a look at your results and go, am I thinking, am I mm -hmm. in charge of me? Am I getting me right? You know, mm -hmm. am I showing up as the best, you know, leader in my family? I always think that, you know, leadership and mm -hmm. success, it starts in your home. Mm hmm Right? right. And, and that's a good thing because that's why I love what you said mm -hmm. is I, you know, there's a lot of focus on the government, the medical mm -hmm. system. Yep. There's a lot yep. of focus yep. on these systems and I get it. 
They're mm-hmm. not working. There's, we need some paradigm shifts to happen here. Right. And when we can do something, we do something. But real change is an inside job. And so mm-hmm. for me, I work on me every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not about changing my clients or their business. It's about me being the best version of me. And then this, this place, this opportunity to also share with them, you know, what I've learned to help them make those changes. Totally. Totally. Yeah. You know, I, I sometimes reflect on, um, you know, someday, hopefully I'll be older than I am today um, at my funeral or when I die, right. <laughs> um, you know, who are going to be the people that are there that I, that, that I have had an impact on and hopefully a positive impact, but hopefully a positive impact that they will, you know, have appreciated that I was alive, not that they need to mourn my death, but appreciated while I was alive. And, you know, I think for most of us, it's our family, right? It's our family, it's our close friends, it's our, our communities that we live in. And if I'm focusing on being the best dad I can be, that might be the best thing I can do for the world also, because if my children are in a headspace that was different than the headspace I was in growing up or others are in growing up, then they're going to be good leaders for the world as well. So it kind of, I, when I was studying in India, they, they used to say the best thing you can do for the world is just go home and take care of your family. Because that's where all the dysfunction starts for the most part, at least in my mind, most of the dysfunction starts at that family level uh, and, and a lot of times inherited family level. And so we got to get our, we, we got to take care of that unit first before the world's going to look different, right? There's going to always be stuff in the world. But our kids are going to be, the, you know, our kids and our nieces and nephews and, and close relatives and, and neighbors. Those are going to be the people that we, we have the most influence and, and effect on. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you. And I would even take that like mm-hmm. another step further yeah. because I work with the subconscious, like mm-hmm. especially, mm-hmm. you know, the genetic. We say we're all programmed genetically mm-hmm. and environmentally. I mean, we already come to this planet programmed. Right. And so for me. I got really interested in that program when I had kids because I was Mm -hmm. like, man, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of, you know, virus software that is probably (laughs) not going to work for these kids. Right. And if I want to uh, make an impact on this earth and and part of my bigger goal is to leave this earth a lot better off than I found Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Well, the buck stops here. So again, it's not even about changing my kids and Mm -hmm. it is about showing up as the best version of me, but it's all about, Okay, now I get to program myself mm-hmm. for what I desire and the kind of world I want to live in. And it all starts within me. And that's a great thing because we get to program ourselves for success. Somebody might be responsible for programming us, but we are responsible for programming ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, that's, that's exciting because I know that, I mean, I've shifted some, we just call them paradigms, but I've shifted mm-hmm. some massive paradigms within myself that I see now are shifting in my kids. Cause our kids mm-hmm. are our best teachers, right? You know, Cause they're always going to show us. They're like a reflection mm-hmm. of what's really going on. And it, it is, it's just, I, I think that if each of us as leaders of our household, whether we have children or not, mm-hmm. um, some people have just for, for family friends, right. And, no, yep. I have those too, but it's like, and, or just a partner, but it's like, if I can just focus all my energy on me mm-hmm. and really just be the leader, then that's what happens. We just drip on everybody else around us, right? That's mm-hmm. how we inspire and motivate the people around us to make the changes that mm-hmm. they need to make. It truly is an inside job. Right. When you're saying that you're not saying uh, neglect what we need to be, how we need to be taking care of our families. We're saying, you, you, I mean, what I'm hearing you say, and, and I guess this is the inference I'm taking from that is um, if there's dysfunction in my world, I have to start with me with that dysfunction. Where's the dysfunction in me before I should go out and try to, it's, it's like the old uh, biblical parable, you know, you, you, are you going to try to take the, whatever it is, the toothpick out of your, your neighbor's eye when you have a plank in your own? right? It's kind of like, so, so I'm only seeing the reflection of what's happening. I'm only seeing this reflection out here of whatever I believe to be not the way it should be, because it's happening also in a bigger way for me so that I can bring it up and see that, oh, wow. I, I hate the way this is showing up in my world, because probably I'm rejecting some part of myself the way I'm showing up, either internally or externally, even if I'm trying to hide it. Yeah, exactly. 
A hundred percent. You know, we always say environment is but a looking glass. And mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. if we take an honest look at our environment, our environment is just reflecting what's going on in the masses. If we look at on a planetary, mm -hmm. like a right. bigger level, but we got to take an honest look at what's going on. Like you said, even in our home, if environment mm -hmm. is but a looking glass, I wouldn't be able to see it if it didn't exist somewhere within me. And I think that this is what we do even in relationships. Right. You know, we see all the ways that our partner is messed <laughs> up and not doing what they should do. And right. it's really unfortunate because we see that we, you know, we come into these partnerships and, you know, sadly, statistically, 60% uh, of most marriages now are ending up in divorces. Mm -hmm. And if we just minded our business, our own business, and we did our work, and we focused on getting ourselves right, how many of those relationships would actually be able to grow and expand and do better? It's easy to walk away from something. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm not against that, just so you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I right. yeah. grow yes. people. Right. It's easy to walk away. One thing I noticed in clients, because I got 30 years of healing experience. <laughs> You know, it's like those people that had been divorced, it was like, oh, they're on their second marriage, the third marriage, the fourth marriage, and things didn't change. I mean, mm -hmm. environment is but a looking glass, meaning that that person is a mirror. They're offering, mm -hmm. there's a mm -hmm. gift here for me, a gift for me to do my work, because if I don't heal that, I just walk into the next relationship with the same virus crap that I'm going to have to look through that other person. And if I don't do the work, if I don't, this is 100% responsibility. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think that this is where we're kind of missing the mark is that, you know, we don't, as humans uh, that inhabit this planet, we don't want to be responsible. We're seeing that in our results. Right. This right. is like, I'm, I'm also a Hopahono trained Hopahono oh, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh, practitioner yeah. with Dr. Hugh Len. Right. And I remember when I started studying with him, he would say, you had to take hundred percent responsibility for everything, mm -hmm. everything. I mean, that is a real vulnerable, scary space. It takes mm -hmm. a lot of courage and that's leadership. And, mm -hmm. and one of my favorite books that I recommend on this is Extreme Ownership by mm -hmm. Three Navy Seals. Mm -hmm. It's so good because even you, you realize that leadership, it's all about leadership. I mean, success or failure, it always trickles from the top. So if your kids aren't doing well, if your marriage isn't doing well, well, who's the leader? You're the leader. The leader is always you. So we've right. got to do those honest reflections and we've got to do the work. It's so easy to point a finger or project mm -hmm. or blame. I mean, I wrote the book on that for a big part of my life. It was just so easy to think the problem was outside of me. It was somebody else's fault. Mm -hmm. But when I took, and, and this is a daily practice, by the way, right? right. Yep. Taking yep, totally. that ownership. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, where in me does this exist? Where is the work within me that I've got to, you know, I've got to do the work and I got to quit projecting that outside of me. Right. And I, and I think the nuance in that for me has been that to take a hundred percent ownership of it without wallowing or using that as an excuse to just punish myself. I can be responsible without having to own other people's stuff as well. So it's, it's an interesting, and maybe you can shine some light on this. It's an interesting balance between I'm 100% responsible and also I don't have to take on all the world's crap, right? Because I've done, I've, I've done that where it's been like, I've done it to the point of um, damaging to my own mental health, um, where it was like, I felt so responsible that I actually felt responsible that I was supposed to keep other people from feeling pain or other people from suffering. And it was like, that didn't turn out so well either. <laughs> so what's right. the balance, what, what's that balance or what are, what's the nuance in, I have to be a hundred percent responsible versus there, there's being responsible without owning other people's outcomes, I guess is what I'm getting to. So I'm, I'm yeah. stumbling, I'm a stumbling around here. I'll let you bring, no, I'll, but the, the expert. I'll let, I'll, I'll let, I'll let you bring light to this situation. Matt, I really love what you're sharing though. And, and I can relate to it. And I think many of the viewers here are going to be able to relate mm -hmm. to that. It's so, I mean, and that a lot of that programming comes from our little life. Right. Uh, and I can relate to that because, you know, I was the oldest, my mom mm -hmm. was a single yep. parent of four kids. So I took on the belief that I was responsible for yes. everybody's happiness. And if, if I couldn't fix things and I couldn't make people happy, then, 
you know, again, that's rooted in those deeper belief systems. Actually, the deeper belief for me was I am bad. Mm. I must be so bad. I must be so unlovable, Mm. you know, that I can't fix everything. And which is Mm. really distorted. I mean, I picked up that belief when I was like five. Right. And um, so we've got to get the power of praxis, which is mean, we've got to do that regular housekeeping of those negative beliefs, where we're beating the crap out of ourselves, because that's what I hear, right, where we're Mm -hmm. taking on everybody's problems and feeling, you know, responsible for it. I mean, when we're stuck in that place of guilt, it feels like guilt, right? It just Mm -hmm. is. Yep. Yeah. That's like pouring liquid Drano down our throats. I mean, mm-hmm. we can't do anything from that space. Right. And I think that many people can relate to that. Mm-hmm. And this place of like taking 100% responsibility just to shine some understanding yes, please. Right yes. on it is like, you know, this is my life. It's like taking my power back. This is my life. I'm responsible mm-hmm. for how I'm going to show up. I'm responsible for reprogramming myself. I am responsible for the results that I want. Again, somebody might be responsible for, you know, passing some of this programming on to me, this genetic and environmental, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. we'll just call it, I just call it like virus software or (laughs) whatever. Right. But now the buck stops here. Mm -hmm. You know, my mentor, Bob Proctor, he would always say that the, the only problem and the only solution is you. Mm-hmm. But this is again that place of like, yeah, you know, there, there is horrible things that have happened to many people. I mm-hmm. know many people that are listening to this have gone through all sorts of loss and failure and tough times. And I'm sorry, like mm-hmm. I, I've been there too. I mean, it sucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, many horrible things, unfair things have happened to many people. Right. And uh, I get that. But now, Right now, you have an opportunity to see the blessing. I always think everything is a blessing or a lesson. There's, mm-hmm. We can always find good in even the worst things. Mm-hmm. We can always um, use that versus it using us. Because unfortunately, right. most people, that past hurt and failures and trauma uses them, and they don't get out of the story. So they keep telling themselves this horrible story when you understand that it's an attraction vibration universe, why would you want to keep telling this shitty story? Mm-hmm. Because you're just reinforcing all the, you know, really it's victim consciousness. Right. Why, victim why, consciousness, would want, totally. why would we want to keep reinforcing this? Because when we know who we are, which is spirit, mm-hmm. and our body's going to die one day, if you've mm-hmm. ever spent time with someone who's passed on, you know, that whatever was them is gone, right. so whatever you believe, right. There's, mm-hmm. you know, that's not, they're not, you're not your body. Mm-hmm. And when, we recognize that we're spirit, right? And that we have the opportunity to use those horrible things, to use those failures and to show up as a better version of ourselves. And, and again, make a bigger impact in our families and in our communities and on the planet. We get to, that. that's right. really like, that's a, that's positive. And when we notice that we're getting stuck in guilt and beating mm-hmm. uh, guilt, mm-hmm. guilt and beating up on ourselves, there's a program there. There's mm-hmm. a deeper belief there. I would say shortened belief system for BS. It's all BS. It's either right. going to be rooted. Most of our beliefs are rooted in fear. That's why the easiest way to control the masses is through fear. Mm-hmm. Because if the belief doesn't feel good, right, it's, mm-hmm. it's fear focused. Right. So we are, you know, who we really are is beings of love. We're spirit. And now we get to bring more of that to the world. Mm-hmm. And that's where we want to shift some of that and recognize that place of being um, 100% responsible. And this is my life and taking my power back is a place of like, this, this is where the victor is. I mean, mm-hmm. I love Donald Miller. He's, he's yeah. really, great. he does a lot of really great yeah. stuff around storytelling. Yes. Yep. I love and his stuff. He, Yeah, I love his stuff. And he always talks about like, you know, you're the victor of your life. Like Mm -hmm. you are the creator. Mm -hmm. So we can do, be, and have anything we desire. The only thing that's getting in the way is often ourselves. It's that, it's the program. It's the paradigm. It's the, the story we keep telling ourselves that we're, we're the victim, that there's lack and limitation. Well, this is where we forget who we are. We're God's highest form of creation on this planet. We, mm-hmm. we have unlimited potential within us. So why would mm-hmm. we want to 
keep telling ourselves this horrible story. Right. Totally. And exactly. And, you know, so many, as you talk, you know, there's just example after example that comes up in my head of, of, of this. And, you know, um, we've had, and I've trained with, um, uh, oh, the empowerment dynamic, David Emerald, he wrote a book called the empowerment dynamic. And so he talks about, and it's based on the drama triangle. So in that scenario, it's kind of like the victim and then the, the victim and the, um, uh, the creator, right? So if you're if you're in a victim state, how do you shift to being a creator, and 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 thinking more outcome based versus thinking why is this happening to me? It's what am I going to do with this, and what do I actually want in my life, right? And so a lot of times, that question sticks. You know, when when I find myself down in the poo, so to speak, and I'm like and find myself stuck there, it's kind of like, well, what outcome do I actually want, right? If I find myself running those patterns, it's like, what outcome do I actually want? And then I have to kind of go down, I have to ask that question repetitively of myself several times to actually get to the answer. Because the first answer is always just the surface kind of like uh, swatting at a fly. It's, it's, it's kind of like, well, I, you know, I want, I want to be happier. I don't want that person to do whatever anymore, right? It's, it's usually what I don't want instead of what I actually do want. So once I kind of sit with that and go down a couple levels, it's like, well, what do I actually want? Well, actually, I want to show up as a loving person. And I want this person to feel loved. And I want to feel like that I'm helping people instead of hurting people or whatever the case, you know, whatever the case is. Um, but it's really focused getting out of that victim mindset and focusing on, to your point or your vernacular, the, the, the victor, how do we get to that victor is focused on what we want. And typically, if it's, uh, I think typically I've found in myself that it typically involves some type of service to others. Once I get down deep enough into what I actually want, it's either I want to be loved and have others feel love for me, or it's deeper connection or it's deeper service, but it's usually involves helping or loving other people. If I get down into the, what do I actually want on a, on a more core level, I guess that's my point versus in the beginning, it's just, I want to escape pain, right? I want to escape pain. I want to not feel these feelings. I don't want to have to learn this lesson. It's all of the stuff that I don't want. And to your point with vibration, that just keeps me getting more of it. If I keep saying, I don't want to feel, you know, I don't want to feel depressed or I don't want to feel uh, pain or I don't want to, I don't want to deal with the situation. Guess what? I'm just going to get more and more and more of it. Right. Exactly. And there's a few things that you've mentioned that I want to comment on. So <laughs> like, first of all, good. I'm, really, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm a good host. I'm glad you I are. You're amazing. Okay. <laughs> you're amazing, Matt. So there's a few things like, I mean, challenges are just part of our life. And I mean, they're nope. good because this is how nope. we grow, right? right? So we're always going to have challenges. There's always yep. going to be challenges on this planet and yep. there's always going to be negativity there. I mean, it's a law of clarity when, mm -hmm. when there's a lot of good, there is a lot of bad When there's a lot of bad. That's the good news guys. And there's a lot of bad. There's a lot of good. A lot coming. Of good. Right. So again, you've got to study and understand that there's these laws of your being. We call them God's laws or universal laws. Mm -hmm. And um, we really want to be focused on what we want. And I love how you said that. Like, if you're not getting the results you want, right. if you came to me and you shared those mm -hmm. negative results, I would know that, first of all, you're emotionally just involved in a bad idea. You are right. giving more focus to what you don't want than what you do want. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm thinking of Napoleon Hill, who wrote Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, of course. Talks a lot about just the subconscious mind and how the negative it just gets dumped into your subconscious mm -hmm. mind. Remember, like we act automatically out of that program, that subconscious mm -hmm. program. So 96 to 98% of what we do is out of that program. Mm -hmm. So our results are a reflection of that. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, the way the subconscious works is the negative just gets dumped. So mm -hmm. that's why when we're in a room, let's say we're feeling really high vibe, like you mm -hmm. and I, right? We're just mm -hmm. feeding off each other, high vibe. Right. And then you go, we go after this call and we go into a room with a bunch of downers, right. very negative, right? Mm -hmm. um, we will, if we don't guard our mind and haven't done a substantial amount of work, what happens is all that negative just gets dumped into our subconscious. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden we feel like crap too, right? Right. So that's why it's so important to do the work because the negative just gets dumped. And even when you look at the way the subconscious was formed, 
this is where Dr. Bruce Lipton, you know, he mm-hmm. said, give me, give me a child, right? Give me a child right. up to the age of seven or I'll show you the man or woman. That's huge mm-hmm. because that programming, the subconscious was, you know, that's where all that, you know, the crap was dumped. If you look at the right. subconscious mind, like a bowl, so this is a bowl. Mm-hmm. Up to the age of around seven to nine, anything that was going on around you that was negative, you had no ability to consciously reject it. Mm. The, the subconscious has to accept everything. So it just got dumped in there. Mm-hmm. So the losses, the traumas, the hurt, all the mm-hmm. negativity. I mean, how many times have we heard, you know, money doesn't grow on trees? That's really right. negative thought energy right. around yep. money, right? Thinking right. of our good friend, Ken Honda. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. From the yes. Happiness Summit, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of programming there. Mm-hmm. And remember, I said, in our little life, that got dumped. We can't reject it. Mm-hmm. We have to take it as 100% truth. Mm. We don't realize it, but that's why our results now are not what we want because there was a lot of negative dumped in. Mm. We didn't have the ability to think until kind of after that age, which is like after nine, we finally have a conscious part of ourselves where we can accept or reject. Now, subconscious Mm. has to accept Mm. everything. Mm. And so this is where now we have the ability to think. Now, environment would have had an even bigger impact than, let's say, your genetics growing up and everything that happened. But we only think two to four percent of the time. Hmm. When you think about that, you're like, okay, so I'm only thinking two to four percent of the time. And this is where we've got to start thinking because we've now we can override those negative programming, those negative beliefs, the negative self-image, because that's what you're sharing around. Mm -hmm. It is. It's the self-image. we get to impress, but there's the only way that we impress those healthier, winning, successful thoughts, because um, it does start with a thought, is through repetition. That's how mm. the negativity was formed in the first place in the subconscious. Mm. So it's like it is, it's truly what we do every single day. And we're going to have to guard our mind and we're going to have to develop our mind. The mind, I mean, it's, it's like a muscle. If you're not working on it every day, then what happens is that negativity is just going to get dumped in there. And you're, and we all have those days. I have those days. I mean, mm-hmm. I work with the world leader in human potential and prosperity for many years. Mm-hmm. And so every so often my paradigm tries to take me sideways, mm-hmm. right? But I have to do an inventory. Oh, what just happened? Oh, I was with a bunch of people that were really focused on the negativity of the planet or, mm-hmm. in, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, something has happened, maybe an emotional impact. Mm-hmm. Um, So this is where it is so important that, you know, we are working on ourselves, that we are around high vibration people. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we can still love our family and friends, but there might be some of them that were like, yeah, it's probably not my best interest to hang out with that person because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of negative that's just getting dumped and that's Mm -hmm. not working for me. We want to be with people who inspire us to do more and be more Uh, because it does start with, it starts with a thought. If you're not getting the results that you want, you got to take a real honest look at what is going on in your mind. What are you thinking about? Mm-hmm. Your results are always reflecting. If you are experiencing a lot of debt in your life, because there's a lot of talk around money right now, mm-hmm. well, you're focused on debt. You're programmed to be in debt. So you mm-hmm. don't want to focus on that anymore. You got to create a new model. You mm-hmm. you want to have, you know, happy money. You want to be right. focused on how you can use money, whatever that is, you know, mm-hmm. crypto, gold, mm-hmm. actual mm-hmm. bills. You want to use that and see money as a as a really great vehicle, as a tool mm-hmm. to maybe help a lot of people. Right. And um, you know, there's a lot of talk as as well. I mean, I'm meeting up with people internationally all the time on calls mm-hmm. and. There's always these different paradigms that are showing up, especially now more than ever. Another one is, you know, the weight gain. Right. And um, Mm -hmm. I just know that that person, if they have a lot of excess weight that they're carrying around with them and they don't feel good, then their thought energy is of somebody who has a lot of fatty thoughts. Mm. By the way, from a, um, a conscious perspective, holistic perspective of healing people that are carrying a lot of weight well it's protection right right and you know the last two years could we see why there's you know wanting to protect and and Mm -hmm. keep ourselves safe maybe even keep ourselves heavy and on the earth you know as well Mm. so that's where you got to shift that 
you mm-hmm. want to have the thoughts it's called perpetual transmutation of energy, which is thought energy. You want to have mm-hmm. the thoughts of a healthy, vibrant, um, successful person. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's where you want, you want to live in that space, but it's not easy because again, we call that programming the devil. Like my mother right. would always say, right. it's, it's the devil. Right. That's why I invest time every single day to create order in my mind. Mm-hmm. And how do you, and let's get into the specifics of that. Cause like on the show, I love to give real world examples and also real world practices so that it's like, oh, okay. Cause you know, if I'm listening on the podcast or I'm watching this on YouTube or wherever you're watching it, you know, I'm thinking, okay, that sounds good. That, that sounds all nice guys, right? Tara, Matt. Yeah. That sounds great in theory, but what's the actuality of the practice of it? So what do you actually, what do you actually do to keep your, keep, keep, um, keep in a healthy space or continue to work on yourself? Yeah, that's such a great question because it's all around creating order in the mind. Uh, Order is heaven's first law. That was Thomas Mm. Troward. So Mm. when there isn't order, by the way, there is Mm. disorder. There is disease. There is chaos, confusion, and drama. Mm -hmm. So you want order. Now, the way that I share with my clients and what I do to create order is first of all, when there isn't order, it's because we lack knowledge, we lack understanding, we're stuck in ignorance. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, some of the practices that I do is I study, I study myself, I study the laws, because if I want to get better results, I've got to get the understanding. Mm -hmm. And I would say like, one of the first things I do, though, just to back up from there Mm -hmm. is, I create calm. You know, I get okay. off the hamster wheel. I, I create that, those um, opportunities to just relax. So for me, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm also a Vipassana practitioner. So I do, I spend time sitting in meditation. Okay. The power of prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, I invite creator, whatever you want to call that. And mm-hmm. I just say, you know, in this day, mm-hmm. tell me where to go. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to say and to whom. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, I'm putting so, my ego, I'm putting my ego aside and so, I'm saying I'm so scared. I was so so I was the answer to your prayer today. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Okay, perfect. Well, Great. Thank and you. Look at the ability to share and right. get more people thinking. Right. And really, this is a place, like you mentioned, of service. Right. You know, go back going back to that, what you shared, mm-hmm. which is so awesome, mm-hmm. is if you're watching this and you don't feel good, mm-hmm. it's because you're thinking about yourself too much. Oh, interesting. Get out there and do something good for somebody else. Right. Because when we do things for other people, not only do they feel better, but we're going to feel better. Mm -hmm. Right. So I just wanted to back up and share that. No, that's beautiful. Such a great point. And I mean, the purpose in living, it is to serve. The purpose Mm -hmm. in living is to really just be there, be that. That's why I say I'm a conduit. Mm-hmm. And whatever you believe in, but you know, it's mm-hmm. to serve. Mm-hmm. So creating order. Right. Most people are stuck on the hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know mm-hmm. that place. That place sucks. I, I mean, I just call it a hell realm, actually. It's mm-hmm. just like you mm-hmm. don't know if you're coming or going. Right. And there's a lot of stress in that space. So you got to get your mind really calm and quiet. You got to set aside time. I would say first thing, especially in the morning before you mm-hmm. start your day, and then before you go to bed. Now, the reason right. for this in these specific times is because our subconscious mind is most open to suggestion at that time. Right. So it's like you're setting yourself up to win. Mm-hmm. It's so important. So even if you take five minutes and you just mm-hmm. have a space that is free from distractions, mm-hmm. the worst thing you can do, and I think a lot of people are doing this right now, is and, and, you know, and I've done that before as well, as you wake up and you turn on your computer or you right. go to Facebook. Look at your phone. Or or, right. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, don't do that. That's the opposite of order. You've right. got to take that time. It's like a sacred time, mm-hmm. a commitment, a self-care time for you to create order, calm and quiet. By the way, like I work in manifesting. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm a law of attraction, you know, um, expert. This is what I do. Well, manifesting happens in ease. It Mm. happens in calm. Mm -hmm. So if you're not getting the results that you want, you're probably 
there, you've got to create more calm. You've got to create more order. Mm. Um, and I, again, I would suggest setting yourself up for success, getting that into your day timer, having an alarm on your phone that actually, cause we're just a product of our habits, right? Like that's right. all the paradigm yep. is. It's just a mm-hmm. multitude of habits. So you've got, like you mentioned, Matt, first of all, you got to have a bigger goal. What do you want? What do you really want? You know, what right. kind of legacy do you want to leave? Um, right. Uh, what do you want people to say at your funeral, at your mm-hmm. eulogy, right? Like these are all really great things to contemplate. Um, it's, it's those bigger goals and those dreams, right? And then you've got to form the habits of that person. So forming the habit of getting your mind calm and quiet every day is a really great habit. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say that that would probably be my number one thing is that most people are just stuck on the hamster wheel and they're, they're, they're working against the laws. They're mm-hmm. stressed out. And I hear this all the time. I got to work harder. And, you know, right. they're, I mean, it's not going to work that way. It will never work because the laws of our being, um, the, the magic happens when we are calm and we are present. Mm-hmm. This, you know, from a, a Buddhist perspective, mm-hmm. this would be that opportunity to just stop. It's called, mm-hmm. uh, the, it's called shamatha. Mm-hmm. So we stop. We've mm-hmm. got to just stop the craziness of our lives and we just got to sit. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, Vipassana can arise. That's where we see more clearly what's really going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. That's that honest reflection of like, okay, now I see. And I'm, and, and I'm focused on a bigger goal. I'm focused on a dream. And I think the purpose of um, our lives here on this planet is to really remember who we are. I think a big part of that is to remember who we are and to do our good work, which when we do that, again, it's like taking it home, doing this within me, then we unconsciously give other people around us permission to do the same. Mm. And I would say the next thing you got to do is you do have to back to my first point is you got to get understanding and knowledge because this is the side. This is a creative side. This is like, You've got to explore and know who you are. If you're, if you haven't moved over to the side, which is faith, by the way, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're feeding fear, that's the right. side of ignorance. Mm-hmm. By the way, what feeds fear? Worry and doubt. Right. Right. Worry and doubt feeds fear. Fear over time, right? Because fear just gets pushed down. It it causes the body to to move into anxiety. Right. Anxiety yep. is a body that's not at ease. Anxiety over time, it continues to get pushed down. That becomes depression. It's suppressed. Mm-hmm. It's contracted. It's it's depression. I mean, anxiety and depression are two of the most medicated diseases on this planet. Mm-hmm. So over time, the depression leads to decay and disintegration. That's a disease, right? Decay and disintegration. Mm-hmm. I mean, as spiritual beings, we are meant to grow. We're meant to expand. This right. is an expressive. It's a creative energy. It's an energy that's at ease. The opposite mm-hmm. of disease is at ease, but it's all focused on this side, which is faith. But mm-hmm. we've got to understand the natural laws of our being. We've got to understand our mind. And mm-hmm. when we do this, I mean, by law, your results just get better and better because right you're now working with the law versus working against those laws because those laws, they, they don't work your way and they don't work my way. They work their own way. It's like the law of gravity. If I was to take my phone and I was, you know, to put it here and drop it, it's going to gravity. It's Mm -hmm. just going to drop. Right. So you've got to understand that there is these laws that govern us. And, and, and Right. And, and and yes, totally, one hundred ten percent. And and when you and you have referenced these laws um, uh, throughout this sh- throughout the show, um, is there a uh, um, like uh, the laws for dummies? Um, and I'm not project, but is there somewhere that has kind of some some examples or a list of uh, like if I want to know where the ten commandments are, I can Google that. I can just Google the ten commandments; they're going to be there. Is there are the the laws that you're referencing? Is there a place or a term that people could Google or or somewhere they could go to actually see some examples of? And I know there's probably hundreds, if not thousands, but kind of the big the big heavy rocks in the in the law department. So when you say the laws, we're talking universal laws almost yeah. universal truths, but 
specifically around what you're talking about, what's a good resource for that? So um, I would say like one of the best resources as far as like a book or shelf help mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm, would be mm-hmm. probably Working with the Laws by Raymond Hollowell. Okay, it's working, probably with one I'm a, okay. working with the laws. And that's actually a program that we do teach around because mm-hmm. um, my mentor, uh, you know, he, mm-hmm. he has worked, you know, extensively with the laws and with many of these great teachers that were teaching on the laws. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that that's a really great place. You mm-hmm. could, you know, Google to Bob Proctor and, um, you know, universal laws, uh, mm-hmm. law of attraction, I mean, this is how Bob became famous was through The Secret. And interesting enough, The Secret didn't even give away The Secret because The Secret, mm-hmm. most people started to understand, oh my gosh, there's this law of attraction, right? right? But the primary law has always been the law of vibration. Mm. That's right. And so when we are focusing on what's working and we're focused on gratitude and we're raising our vibration, then by law that that moves the law of attraction and we will Mm -hmm. attract more good that's Mm -hmm. why one of the fastest ways to create better results and to feel better is to just start focusing on what's working in your life and to start giving thanks even if you are living in let's say a lot of debt or a lot of Mm -hmm. you're carrying too much weight would be to focus on what is working right now what can you be grateful for because Mm -hmm. i think like you know um, regardless of where you are, if you just even look around your home, there's so many things that money gifted right. you, money, you know? Right. So this is where we can, we, again, we can use those laws and, you know, the law of laws is mm-hmm. a law of cause and effect. Mm. It's, it's the boomerang effect. Mm-hmm. I mean, Matt, that's why I'm so grateful to just incredible um, leaders like yourself that are running these podcasts and mm-hmm. sharing this incredible education because you're putting out a lot of good. Mm-hmm. And the more good you put out, you don't know where it's going to come back. Like right. you know, it might not necessarily come back from the person who you're talking to or from the podcast even in itself, but it's going to come back because it is the boomerang effect. You put out a lot of good and by law, the good has to come back. Mm. Now, if you're putting out a lot of, if you're um, you know, stuck in a lot of negativity and you're you know, stuck in uh, gossiping or talking mm-hmm. bad about people and you're putting out a lot of that. Well, that comes back to right, <laughs> want to speak curses on people. When you right. understand the way the laws work, you speak curses on people. Mm-hmm. That curse is going to come back to you. Right, right, right. So we don't yeah. want to be doing that. So we want to understand. And, and Emerson, you know, again, it, it's the law of laws. It's a law of cause and effect. What you put mm-hmm. out comes back. So that's where, again, give. Become Mm -hmm. an incredible giver, become an incredible person of service. If you're not reaching, let's say your prosperity goals and your health, wealth and happiness, because those all work together. Mm -hmm. Well, give more and whatever Mm -hmm. you want more of, if it's more money, you want give more money. Mm -hmm. If it's more love, you want give more love, right? So whatever you desire, you've got to give that. And now that's going to seem crazy and illogic when you're stuck in debt. Right. right. And you're like, well, how do I give more? Well, this is where you got to study the mind and you've got to study the laws. And the more you get the understanding, then, right, you start mm-hmm. to shift those programs mm-hmm. because it's, it's the programming that has almost absolute control over you. And when we're not doing the work, I think it's way harder to not right. do the work. Because right. when we're not doing the work, we're stuck in ignorance. The work is doing us. Right. It's like our mind has absolute control over us. And I would say that that's another thing. This is where I spent like three years traveling around the world with Tony Robbins Uh as well. And I would say that this is where, um, you know, I love Tony's work because what does he do? Mm -hmm. Well, he just gets people out of their heart, out of their head and into their heart by moving. Many people are just stuck in bondage. They're just Mm -hmm. stuck. They're stuck Mm -hmm. in their bad habits. They're stuck on the couch. Well, Another way to create more order and to get connected more to your heart and that that member of the heart is the feeling part of you. That's also your subconscious. Mm. Move your body. Mm-hmm. Go for a walk, get fresh air, do some sun gazing, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just breathe deeply. There's a lot of science now that's saying we're not breathing deep enough. 
We're not moving our bodies enough. We're, you know, we're meant to as humans on this planet, work hard and move. And we have gotten so stuck in comfort and complacency, which is the enemy of the prosperity that you desire. We are so stuck in complacency and comfort that we don't even need to get up to flip the TV station. <laughs> or get food to our house or, you oh. know, you could literally be a shut-in in today's time and world and, and no one would notice, right? Because you can exactly. get, you can get, you know, all your stuff delivered to your house, all the programming, you know, people stop by to pick up your trash. I mean, there's really no, right? So yes, definitely. Yeah. And I think like the last two, last couple of years, that's what it did is it just mm -hmm. gave us the opportunity to see what was going on in the mass consciousness on this planet. And that is, you know, the way I looked at it, Matt, you know, is like, I have an opportunity now, you know, through what I see and anything that kind of activated me to do that work internally in myself. Mm -hmm. the, it was, it was like, our creator said, that's it, mm -hmm. you know, go to your room, right tap together time out you got your time out and, and it's time <laughs> to start living in accordance in alignment with the natural laws of your being and unfortunately what we saw happen the last few years is people just got more stuck right right and we saw how the the focus of you know what was going on outside was was really fear right you know mm -hmm. shutting down gyms and and mm -hmm. locking people. I mean, it was unfortunate, but so we had to really start thinking. That's where we had to just get outside and, and use the things in our home and move our body. And if our business wasn't operating and there was the way that we wanted it to, and there was an order, we had an opportunity to create more order and do better mm -hmm. and to really be in a place of service. Now it's true. Like when you look at times on this planet, only the fit are going to survive. Mm -hmm. It is true. If you do not get yourself right, if you do not create the order in your business, there's a good chance that you're struggling. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if that's you, well, the great news is, is, I mean, I've been there. I mean, I'm sure Matt, you've been there. Yes. But that's the opportunity. That's the opportunity right. to have those honest talks with ourselves and kick our own butt. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a saying, you got to do it yourself and mm -hmm. can't do it alone. Right. That's where we've got to take action. Because, mm -hmm. you know, knowing is not enough. Right. Sometimes, actually, the knowing is getting in the way. It's the action part of it. Mm -hmm. So in whatever way, you know, we've got to start taking some action every day. Mm -hmm. You know, I would say imperfect action. You just got right. to do yeah. something. Do something. I think, I think the higher side of our nature of who we really are, and that's our higher mental faculties, mm -hmm. Most people are living out of their lower mental faculties, mm -hmm. which is allowing the circumstances and what's going on outside of us dictate how we feel and how we show up. But when we operate from the higher side of our being, we know, we know that we got to get out of our own way. We know that that habit of eating crap all day is mm -hmm. not working for us. We know it's like we, we have that awareness, but it's, that's the paradigms are so strong, even though, you know, you got to do something different, you know, you don't. And mm -hmm. this is where you got to get out of your own way. And I do believe that's where jumping on incredible podcasts like this, mm -hmm. or, you know, meeting up and finding those mentors and finding right. those coaches is so essential in getting better results because the paradigm is going to continually try to take us sideways. And to echo in on what you just said, like get out, be around people, find a mentor, find a coach, you know, I'm finding, I've just, you know. I'm not a voracious reader. I'm a reader by like, I kind of focus in on one thing and then I read a, read that book or I read about that thing. And right now I'm reading the um, Who Not How by um, Dr. Benjamin Hardy and inspired by Dan, Dan Sullivan, who's um, strategic coach. And so it's all about uh, the, what you're talking about there, which is stop, stop worrying about the how and start looking for the who, right? Meaning if I'm not getting results in an area of my life, who can help me get those results in that area of my life? Because they're going to have some hacks. They're going to have some things. They're going to have perspective. They're going to have a vibration. You could even say that I'm not holding. So I need to be in contact with that person somehow to get to that vibration, whether that's in work, whether that's in my diet, exercise, spiritual life, you know, it, we have to work on ourselves, but to your point, it's, we, we, we have to do the work, you know, on ourselves, but not 
by ourselves. I, I didn't quite paraphrase that the right way, but in essence, who can, who can I surround myself with? Who can I engage with that can help me get those results faster, or at least get me out of my thinking that I'm in now? I've been around business 30, 35 years. And for me, it's like, that's such a simple thing. Because if I look back at my life, it's always been the who's that have, have been most successful when I align myself with the who's, the people that know specifically about the thing. If somebody's really good at something and I'm really good at something, guess what? The end the, the output of that's going to be incredible compared to me just trying to figure it out and do it. It's like if, if, if I wanted to um, figure out how to farm, I could either learn and study and spend years and years and years and years learning how to farm, or I could just go be around a farmer, right? I could find my who, whether I'm paying them or volunteering or, and that may be not a great example, but it's like, if I know nothing about something, the fastest way to get there is to find somebody that does know something like a coach or a mentor. I've recently just happenstance found an 83 year old retired physician. And, and I am just purposely taking him to lunch on a regular basis because he has a certain way he carries himself and a certain way he shows up in the world, which I find very positive for the people around him. And so I just like being in his presence. It's like, hey, uh, doctor, will you go to will you go to lunch with me every couple of weeks? And he's like, sure, I'd love to. And so, so we're learning about each other. We're having these conversations. But a big part of it was I realized that in my life, I had a gap where I did not have an older, and I'm 51, so he's 83. So I didn't have an older male role model that was really expressing as a true leader, but not a servant leader, not a leader like he's standing up in the front of the building and giving speeches. He's just out there doing good in the world. But he's, but it's, you'd never know it if you didn't sit down and have a conversation with the man, right? It's not a, he's not doing it for accolades or for a badge of honor, right? He's doing it because he believes it's the right thing to do. And that's so refreshing to see that. So anyway, yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to add to your point of, you know, I find that when I am stuck, Sometimes I cannot get out of my programming by myself and I need the help. I need somebody, I need some, typically someone. And so I can choose, that's my choice, right? At that point, that's, that's my strength is finding somebody who I can learn from. And, and that could be reading a book. One of my greatest mentors was dead long before I was ever born, which is Andrew Carnegie, who actually inspired Think and Grow Rich. He was the one that funded that research. But, you know, I read his book in my early 20s. And so that was a mentor to me in some ways in business because of the way he thought. And so certainly I, you know, either finding someone like yourself who's a coach or mentor or a group of people who are doing something, that's going to be the most, for me anyway, that's like I was around Tony's work for a long time and it was wonderful, right? Because it was just, you were in a group of people who were all like-minded trying to improve themselves, right? And trying to do good for themselves and good for the world. And it was just intoxicating. Because, and you saw a lot of results very quickly, or at least I found that. Yeah, for sure. And I'd say like, Matt, on what, what you're sharing, it's important to take a look at, you know, who are, again, who are we spending time with? Mm -hmm. Because our results are going to be a reflection oftentimes too, of those people we're spending a lot of time with. So I was sharing that on a call this morning, mm -hmm. you know, go out and find 15 people that you really admire yep. right? the way, the way they're yep. showing up, they're getting the results that you want and yep. just be in a place of service. Because if you're there to support them and offer anything that you have to support them, they in turn are probably going to say, well, Hey, I would love to support mm -hmm. you or learn more about this as well. I think that that's, that's a really good way to start getting better results too. And that's super powerful. You just remind me, that's actually what I did when I first was young in business is that exact thing. I literally wrote down a list of all the business leaders in my town that I knew about that were doing significant things. And then I literally just made sure that I had some way to be in contact with them. A lot of times it was, I just literally invited them to lunch or I just sat down and had a conversation with them. And you'd be amazed most of the time people, especially when you're coming from the approach you're talking about, which is, you know, I'm stuck in this area of my life. Most people want to help. That's the amazing, when they're sincere, they're sincere. I'm not trying to get something from that person. I just truly want to learn from that person. That's different than trying to get their business or setting this up with different motivations and actually truly learning. But it was so incredible, powerful for me just to see, because I'd never been around business people before. It was just interesting to see the language, the tonality, the thought process. It, it helped a ton. So I agree a hundred percent. 
Yeah. And I wanted to mention something about Andrew Carnegie. So yeah. the lineage of the material that I teach actually comes from Andrew Carnegie. Really? So he was the very, yeah, he was the very first billionaire on this planet. Yes, so yes, yes. This goes back like 150 years or so. Uh -huh. So we know Andrew Carnegie, he mentored Napoleon Hill, who wrote yep. Think and Grow Rich. Yes. And um, Napoleon Hill mentored Earl Nightingale, and Earl Nightingale mentored my mentor, Bob, Bob Proctor. Proctor. <laughs> wow, that's now, quite a lineage. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And the material that we teach actually goes back thousands of years. So it goes mm -hmm. back to the Bible, the Bhagavad yes. Gita, the yep. Quran. Right. So, you know, the thing with Andrew Carnegie that always inspires me was that Andrew Carnegie was the first billionaire in the steel industry. But guess what? Mm -hmm. He knew nothing about steel. Right. <laughs> so I think a lot of times when people, you know, look at like getting better results or starting up a new business or, you know, whatever it is, they're, you know, they do lack. They lack mm -hmm. the understanding and the knowledge around what that is. Now, the thing is, is Andrew Carnegie, he... He just discovered that there were certain principles and practices. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you don't have to know how. That's the thing. It, right. it is. It's always that how that's stopping everybody. Yes. It's like, yeah, yeah. well, I don't know how to run a business. Right. right. And you don't need to know how. You just got to start getting the knowledge and study that you need. And that's where, again, connecting with incredible material and coaches and mentors and getting out of your own way. And mm -hmm. oftentimes it's doing what is extremely uncomfortable because you're not programmed to do that. Remember mm -hmm. the masses on this planet were programmed to stay stuck in comfort and complacency. That's always an indicator that you're moving, you're, you're in that side of ignorance, which is just, you know, it's just disintegration. You're going mm -hmm. backwards. And we want as, as humans, we want to be going forward. That's why it's so important that we do want, like that we want, that we want bigger that we want to have goals and we want to grow because the purpose of a goal is never to get the purpose of a goal is to grow it's to discover Ooh, more mm -hmm. it's to go, discover more about ourselves to bring more of ourselves to the world and that's a really good thing but remember it's many of us weren't programmed this way mm -hmm. right uh, when you look at the way you grew up i don't know about you but you know, my parents were on survival mode and mm -hmm. their parents came from the war and there was right. a lot of coping and dysfunctional patterns and programming, and it didn't work, mm -hmm. you know? And so for me, I'm just really fortunate that I knew, although my parents did the best they could and our mm -hmm. parents do the best they could, um, that my first mentors that, you know, which were my parents, mm -hmm. that I was not going to get better results unless I found some new mentors. Right. So my, my parents both, both died, unfortunately, mm -hmm. at a younger age. Mm -hmm. So that, that became like my why. Like if I don't do something, I know right. what this looks like. I've yeah. got to. You've seen the outcome, yeah. right? And so I think that that is that's important. I think most people are stuck in comfort and complacency. They're not looking realistically and honestly at their mm -hmm. results, and that's why we live on a planet now that is there's so so much around addictions and habits mm -hmm. and coping. And, um, you know, just so much noise because then we're not looking honestly at our lives as if we're, when we're paying attention to all that and we're actually feeding that. So that's why we've got to, we've got, we, we need to go to others that can help us take that honest look and we've got to kick our own butts and we've got to say, that's it. This isn't going to work long-term. Totally. Totally. Well, how do people stay in touch with you? How do they, you know, if they want more of Tara, which I think everyone does in the world, everybody should want more of Tara. How do they stay connected with you? Oh, thanks, Matt. That's really kind. So I would say there's a couple ways. So you can find me on different media platforms, although I don't spend a lot of time. I've mm -hmm. been able to create all sorts of success without media platforms. Mm -hmm. I personally mm -hmm. don't like to spend a lot of time there, but you can find me through Diamond Mind Consulting, you know, on Facebook. Right. Instagram, it's Tara Pilling, uh, Diamond Mind. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. But I would say just reach out to me, okay. you know, um, and I can give you my contact. It's just Tara at DiamondMindConsulting.ca. I do, I answer all my emails. I write my own bio. Like mm. that's just the way mm -hmm. that I operate. I do mm -hmm. have an incredible assistant, but I make sure that 
you know, I do have those touch points with people. And I think that's why I've created this success that I have without using media. I love to use media for the good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, this is where media is using most people again, because when you do look at these platforms, there is a lot of negativity. Negativity. There is is a lot of like distraction. And distraction is actually the enemy right now. So, You know, just reach out. And uh, if you just even Google Diamond Mind Consulting, you're going to find me in, in whatever way, shape or form. And I'd be happy to jump on a call with you and and help you take that honest look at your life and, and help you, you know, and guide you to getting better results. Because I know that if I can do it, anybody can do it. I mean, I've been studying with some of the best in the world in human potential and prosperity you know, I was just, I'm so grateful that I'm even here. You know, I'm just so grateful to be here and to serve. And so I'm, I just, I love, I love helping people. And that's why I do what I do. Because I really, truly just love, you know, being here with you, Matt. And, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, just being with, you know, I think that when there is a desire, and and it is sometimes we call that the terror bearer, it's that place of uncomfort, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. you got to take the leap. Mm -hmm. I think that it can be really uncomfortable to, you know, get on to a call with somebody right. or, or to um, even sometimes get to the podcast. You, you mm-hmm. want to watch the podcast, but you don't get mm-hmm. to it. It's uncomfortable. Right. Why? Because the paradigm's taking you sideways right. or you make a commitment and you jump on a masterclass. Like I do a right. lot of masterclasses for free. Mm-hmm. We make these decisions and we say, that's it. I want to do it. But the paradigm takes you sideways. I'd say if there's something inside of you and you know, you've just got to get out of your own way, just do it. Just take Mm -hmm. that leap of faith because when you do it already, you're starting to take the lead in your life, but you're going to have to on a continuous basis, take those, even if it's baby steps and that's where you are going to get better results. So take a look at what you're feeding. If you're feeding those negative habits you know, then that's what you're going to get. You're going to continue to get the same results. But when you start feeding those success habits, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of books written on this, like habits of a millionaire, you know, like Mm -hmm. what are the habits of the person that's reached those goals? Right. So I would say just reach out and it doesn't matter, even if it's Matt, just reach out. If you're Mm -hmm. ready to get better results in your life, just reach out to somebody who you admire, somebody who's getting the results that you want. Mm-hmm. And I think spirit's always nudging us. I, mm-hmm. When I look back at my life, spirit was always nudging me, you know, and, and it was scary. It was really scary. I remember the first time I decided, decided to study with Tony and really go into, you know, an up close and personal mm-hmm. uh, opportunity to study with Tony. I mean, it mm-hmm. was a massive commitment, time. Right energy, money, I was freaking out. But spirit inside of me, I knew, I knew that my life depended on it. I knew I had to do something. And mm-hmm. that's what led me, you know, to Bob. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you've got to just those acts of courage, mm-hmm. every day, do something that scares you a little bit that's uncomfortable, or maybe it scares you a lot. Just take the plunge, just do it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you. You're so inspiring. Thank you. For coming on the show today and you've come on several times and I will say you can come on many, many more times. I, I enjoy spending time with you and, and I know that our listeners do as well. So um, as things evolve, if there's something that's on your heart or, or you're thinking about and you say, you know what, I just want to visit about this and, and kind of get it out there to more people. We'd love to have you come on the Bright Vibe podcast and uh, share that with our community. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for being a part of the Bright Vibe podcast. For more information, go to brightvibe.com. That's B-R-I-T-E, vibe, B-I-B-E.com. Thank you for listening.